everyone, welcome back to the podcast. You have tuned in for a yet another installment of the Catholics Podcast Season 2, Episode 19, with my good friend Sarah Minnick. Insert Irish accent right there. This is um, Sarah Minnick will be on today. She is the regional coordinator um, for Illinois and Iowa out of for Students for Life of America based out of Chicago. And we're going to be talking about spiritual warfare because we are both in the pro-life movement. And this is something that is prevalent in our work. We experience this a lot. Um, I've experienced spiritual warfare a lot with this job, more so than any other job. And let's be honest, it's because in the pro-life movement, our biggest enemy is Planned Parenthood. And Planned Parenthood is a place of death, to be honest. And who is the author of death? It's Satan himself. And so whenever you are going up against death and you're trying to save lives through the pro-life movement and through um, saving babies, um, that's going to um, be a direct encounter with demonic forces. And I know that sounds heavy, but it's the truth. Um, We love the work that we do. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing it. And we see a lot of good in it. But there is a reality of spiritual warfare that does happen with us. And one of my good friends, Sarah Minnick, is here to talk to us about that today. Sarah, how are you? Good. How are you? Doing good. Yes. As we are recording from a hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad that you're here. This is so fun. It's always so fun. Like, um, regional coordinators, we cover an area all on our own. Um, I cover Missouri and Arkansas. And so whenever we get together, it's like a big party. Yeah. yeah, I know we're we're craving the coworkers. So yeah, we do have them. We're like, yay! We're like, yay! <laughs> we're not sleeping. <laughs> it's gonna be an all nighter. We have to get up at seven, no, six in the morning. But we're still gonna be up late. <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but Sarah, um, this is <laughs> I can't stop saying your name that way. One yeah. of our coworkers. Yes. Shout out to Noah Maldonado. Um, loves to say Sarah's name in an Irish accent. Can you tell us more about that? Because that's just a funny story. Noah thinks it's funny to make fun of my cultural heritage, (laughs) which doesn't make any sense because everyone is, practically everyone, like 78% of the world's population has a little Irish in them. Mm -hmm. We took the go forth and multiply thing very Very seriously. seriously. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, he makes fun of it. And so... You know, one time I was telling him about my little siblings because I have a big family. I have uh, eight siblings total. Wow. And um, I was on the Whole30 and I was like buying all this food. And then like my little brothers were eating my avocados. And I was like, you can eat chips. Why are you eating my food? Right. So I called them heathens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so ever since then, he's been talking about the heathen minics. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. There's a word for maybe not love but (laughs) (laughs) maybe another feeling you're feeling (laughs) annoyance all the above all of all of the above (laughs) but yeah so he's he started that joke and it won't die so (laughs) it keeps going I start I I'm using it as if it were my own joke so it's and then even my roommate has been calling you Sarah Minnick so it just keeps multiplying now everyone who listens to this podcast it's gonna be yes (laughs) so good job Noah 
Um, but what I want to talk to you about today is uh, what has your experience been with spiritual warfare? What is it? What is it not? How can we discern? Mm. And um, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's just dive right in. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would always think, I, I always say that everything, every type of adversity when you're trying to do good is spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like like you said, when we're, we're covering this job, we're clearly fighting forces of darkness, forces of death. Um, we're opposing what Pope John Paul II called the culture of death. Yes. Which is not just, like, individual sin, but an entire structure, infrastructure kind of of sin. Yeah. Um, and so, as people who are combating that, like, going to campuses, speaking to the hearts of young people... Like trying to really touch or respond to that echo of mm-hmm. the human heart, that cry of the heart. Yeah. yeah, that that really is what changes hearts and minds, mm-hmm. and that's the last thing that Satan wants. That's the last thing that the abortion industry wants. Um, and so yeah, like we 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 are combating this this serious darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever I think about spiritual warfare, I always just kind of look at the life of Christ, mm-hmm. and it's like I. I Whatever, whenever your mission is like so great and so good mm-hmm. that it opposes evil, mm-hmm. like to the degree in which it opposes evil, mm-hmm. the more adversity you'll face. Ooh, okay. And so, like Jesus, clearly, like salvation of mankind. Sure. And so, like he got all of the spiritual warfare that any of us might. Right when taste he went into the desert. Of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or even just like. The, the way that the Pharisees attacked him or mm-hmm. a friend stabbing him in the back or his friends running away from him in his moment of darkness mm-hmm. or feelings of desolation on the cross or anxiety about the future. The agony in the garden. Yes. Or, or even discouragement. Like uh, this, one of my I mean, favorite but also least favorite <laughs> uh, scenes of the Passion of Christ is when Christ is, is praying, you know, like, let this cup pass for me and he's literally sweating blood and mm-hmm. um and I'm always like you know I'm experiencing anxiety but I've never sweat blood you know <laughs> yeah that's a whole nother level. level they call that hematidrosis yes yes yeah. um but yeah so I just remember like the devil said to him like nobody can do this no man can do this um and so I was like who do you think you are you exactly. can't do this yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, and obviously then there's the physical aspect of it, the suffering, the whipping, the score, you know. So, spiritual warfare takes on and can take on some or all of those aspects. So, that's kind of my understanding of it. Yeah. um, Like, that's a really great explanation. Um, And, like, I think that the devil targets us because he knows us. Um, He Mm. knows us sometimes probably better than we know ourselves. Yeah. Because he's been watching us, which is creepy. (laughs) (laughs) just like that old song from the 80s i'll be watching you (laughs) yeah (laughs) a little bit he's a little bit of a stalker so what do you think constitutes spiritual warfare and what is like just actual life because like Mm. things go wrong you can't always be like oh it was the devil you know what i mean (laughs) it's like uh no that just happened and that's just a part of life yeah (laughs) So right. that's a good point. Um, but I definitely feel like there's some discernment involved mm. in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think sometimes you have to see where the source is. You know, it's like, you know, 
I got, you know, it's like I got pulled over today because I was speeding. I got pulled over too. Yeah. No, you I didn't. Got... Get, no, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm okay. Oh, okay. I was like, oh my gosh, I did too. Okay. Oh. <laughs> like my example is like, okay, you know, is that spiritual warfare or was I like being reckless? Right. You know what I mean? So like some, some, I think sometimes it's like we're not fulfilling our responsibilities and there's like kind of a a toll that that takes right um or right for today i got pulled over on the way to this where me and sarah are at ncyc uh, to represent students for life to try and recruit for students for life to share our mission with thousands of young people which is awesome so fun it's amazing (laughs) we're gonna meet it's a sanguine person's paradise i'm so excited (laughs) um but as soon as I got in the car and drove past Missouri and got into Illinois, I got pulled over. And I asked the cop, I was like, why'd you pull me over? And he was like, you were following too closely. And honestly, I wasn't cognizant of that. I was just listening to my music and rocking out in the car. <laughs> and um, he came back and he was like, I'm giving you a warning. And I was like, was I really following too closely? Because I wanted to know. And he was like, yeah, you were. And I was like, okay. But, like, I feel like maybe that was just lack of awareness on my part and not necessarily spiritual warfare. Do right. you see what I'm saying? Got it, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to try and not do that again if I have the habit of... But some people are just slow. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. anyways, just to have that awareness. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, I think also, too, too, it's like, you know, we, we will struggle always, you know, and, like, the spiritual life is a struggle. Yes. And, and it There's all, seasons of desolation. Yes, yeah. Right, and it's like, I mean, we're, we're literally, like, we're confirmed as soldiers of Christ, mm-hmm. right? Like, we're a part of the church militant, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're told to put on the armor of God. So, I mean, being a Christian is to be a warrior, mm-hmm. right? So, like, that's kind of expected. It's like, what was done unto me, like, you should expect to be mm-hmm. done to you. Um, but I do think, like, part of spiritual warfare, or at least combating it, in like doing what you should can do to like take put on that armor of God. Sure, sure. Um, so it's like almost sometimes too. I think we can be combating it more than we realize just by doing the things that Christ is offering us, like the sacraments and and you know. And so I think things in addition to things that you can be doing mm-hmm. is definitely more concentrated spiritual warfare. If that makes sense. Yes. Okay. Um, that makes sense because I've heard like in the prayer life, if you're in desolation, maybe it's just because you're not even praying. And it's yeah. like, well, are you even praying? Yeah. Right, <laughs> it's right, like right. maybe you wouldn't be in desolation if you were praying. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. Like, you have anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Like I have them. Like, I am anxious, you know, depressed. And sometimes it's like, oh, it's spiritual warfare. But like maybe I should it's like, are exercise you exercising? more yeah. and take some vitamins. So I think there's there's definitely like different aspects of not taking on the responsibilities that you should be taking on Mm -hmm. that could be taking a toll sure um but but then there's also like just kind of some of the stuff that we experience in this job where it's like this is just bizarre this is extra a little extra (laughs) just extra yeah i feel like most people are probably or a lot of people may not be experiencing this in the same way because it can be an extreme extremes like it's like we're on the road for weeks at a time and then Mm -hmm. we come back and then it's just, like, nothing. You right. know what I mean? So, like, it's the extreme of, like, being out, 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 and then just in. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. It's, like, 
I think <sighs> the extreme of being out and about, driving all over Kingdom Come, um, being on mission, being sharing the good news, and then going back to your house and doing office work. It's like, whoa, that's a different dynamic. And yeah. it's like, how, like, how do you even find a balance in all of that and yeah. that treat yourself because we like want to be healthy on the road mm-hmm. um want to make good food options and not eat um, <laughs> wendy's yeah wendy's or chick-fil-a is my go-to yeah um, chick-fil-a is probably a little bit better <laughs> <laughs> i know i don't feel bad about eating chick-fil-a Never. <laughs> <laughs> even on sundays no i kidding can't get it on sunday um but there are things that we can do to take care of ourselves during right. those times, like you said, like exercising, eating well, praying. Mm. Um, but sometimes it's just hard when you get caught up in the craziness of the job. Yes. And so I feel like we're more vulnerable. Vulnerable, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's like the perfect word for it because, you know, it's like this job – I mean, so – our job is to abolish abortion in our lifetime. And oh, that's like no small gig. Yeah. Right? Right. And so like our job never ends. No, it's right? ongoing. Yeah. yeah. And so it's really easy to like really just like pour yourself into it because you want to. Like it's like you want to end abortion. Like you want to give your students. You want to give students for life. You want to give your coworkers like everything that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, in addition to, like, just the heaviness of it, it's like... Yeah, the heaviness, the yeah. reality of it. Yeah, and we, and we experience that firsthand. Like, we go on college campuses, mm-hmm. and, you know, you'll be, we'll be standing there, and we'll have somebody, like, who is clearly hurting and broken from abortion, mm-hmm. just, like, screaming in our faces and, and telling us that we're, you know, disgusting and scum of the earth. And, and so it's like we... Ex- I feel like you feel the brunt of it because you're in Illinois and that state... Every time I've come to Illinois for that stupid Planned Parenthood that opened up, I feel like there's always spiritual warfare. I I mean, I I don't know what it is about this region, but I I feel like I yell that every time I go somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But we do, I mean, we see it, we experience it, and then then we're at Planned Parenthoods, Mm -hmm. and we're praying outside of the Planned Parenthoods. And then we're, like, taking on Planned Parenthoods with rallies. And then we're, you know, we're, we're trying to actually convince people not to kill babies right which is not a natural job it's supernatural job right and I always feel like okay let me I feel like this job could come off really condescendingly because we bring the display of when does life begin to campuses Mm. and it's like okay let's go back to the beginning let's spell this out for you and it's just like wow how have we fallen so far away from like the reality of when life begins that we have to literally explain it bring fetal models show the science and be like look this is the natural progression of life you know it's like how do we not know this yeah right yeah yeah and you have people argue with you about that and mm-hmm. it's just insane relativism is running rampant and um it's just crazy yeah 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 i know for sure and and i think like like you're saying it, it's it's creates a vulnerability mm-hmm. like, and I, i've never felt more vulnerable in my entire life Really, and like when I'm on the road, I miss my family. I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. The alone time is yeah. hard. We are, we've talked about that before, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so it, you're you're vulnerable, and I think that opens you up to a lot of spiritual attacks. Mm-hmm. It opens you up to a lot of discouragement, which yeah. is probably the worst thing in when you're trying to fulfill a good mission, is to be discouraged and almost preoccupied with that. Um, and just yeah, so I think I would say for sure we experience a lot of 
heaviness. Yeah. Um, but that's, uh, it's true, but there is a why behind it, right? Yes, There's right. a reason why we're doing this, and it's mm-hmm. to build up a culture of life and to be a light in the midst of all of this um, culture of death and to re- yeah. reclaim a culture of life. Right. Um, yeah. So that's a good why. <laughs> <laughs> and if we are up against attack, um, then that means we're doing a really good job. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean, th- th- I always think about it that way too. It's like, you know, if I wasn't doing anything good, I wouldn't be struggling. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Archbishop Fulton Sheen, who's being beatified. Yes, yeah. in Peoria, Illinois. Yes, that'll be really good for our state. <laughs> yes, that'll be a light in the midst of this, this crazy abortion laws. Yes, yeah. Um, but he says, like, he has a whole pod, like, not podcast, but a video, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, have you been tempted lately, question mark? And, like, that's literally the name of it. So mm-hmm. YouTube it if you can. Um, and he just talks about, like, you know, when you're not being tempted, you should ask yourself what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, you don't want to be complacent. And sometimes, right. like, you know, God allows struggles and difficulties and even attacks um, to push us forward and closer to him mm-hmm. and to help us recognize that we need him. Sure. And so when we're confronting something so evil as abortion. Right. Ceremonic by herself or even every single one of us at Students for Life together cannot do it without Christ. Right. And I think like allowing us to, to struggle is just to help us like lean on him mm-hmm. so that we can bring him into this fight more and more. Mm-hmm. Because he's really going to be the one to end it. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Well, he, and he already has. He already won. Right, like he, the victory's already won. Sure. Now we're just participating in that so that we can achieve that together. Right, know? right, right. Yeah, it is easy to lose heart though whenever you are getting yelled at, <laughs> <laughs> or when you are facing um, heavy desolation or um, spiritual attacks. Um, yeah. But we have tools to help us, like prayer, mass, mm-hmm. mass, Rosary. holy hour, uh, spiritual direction. Um, confession, the yes. wonderful sacrament of confession. <laughs> well, in communion with friends, I always think that that yes. is... Yes, couldn't do it alone. Yes, right. And I think that, that like, you know, we were created for a community. Yes. And so, you know, the devil, is, like, he's, he takes the Sun Tzu, I think, ta- or Sun Tzu took his tactic of isolation and then destruction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, even just filling up with your friendships and... In yes. positive ways is a good thing too. Yes. And we have both been blessed abundantly with good friends. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you would like to um uh, talk about as far as like the spiritual battle and um shed light on anything? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean I, I think it's it's funny because I think you brought up a really great point where sometimes it's really easy to just like kind of blame the devil you know mm-hmm. and I forget which saint said it which I know isn't very helpful but it's like don't look for satan under every rock mm-hmm. but look for him every uh, other, other under every other rock and so again it's like take on those responsibilities do the things that you need to do mm-hmm. like to take care of your body take care of your mind take mm-hmm. care of your soul yeah um because it's like we can't give what we don't have right so we must be filled fill with yourself Christ, up right fill yourself up so that you're able to give. Um, and I think a lot of people, even in just like different nonprofits, different charities, different really important 
things that they're doing mm-hmm. very easily like expend themselves and then don't fill themselves up and then they they burn out right and we're not called to burn out we're called to you know be faithful and there's a balance and everything right um it's what is it you know god god did not create man for the sabbath but he created sabbath for man so the eighth day he rested yes i love the day of rest (laughs) sunday's like the best yeah and it should be and so it's like god literally put in our week so that we can rest yes yeah the the eighth day is the pinnacle of god's creation yes it's not um woman which i (laughs) that's the theology of the body person in me the women are the pinnacle of god's creation in a sense but more biblically the eighth day is the pinnacle of god's creation Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I um, had a test in salvation history. Yeah. One of my friends was like, just since it's going to get this wrong, but I got it right. The rest is the pinnacle of God's creation. That's yeah. beautiful. Wow. Well, Adam and Eve rested in the garden, right? I mm-hmm. mean, it wasn't until... Before the fall. Yeah, it wasn't until <laughs> the fall that they had to toil. Mm-hmm. They had to work. I know. <laughs> you don't got to go to work, work, work. We do. Yeah, we definitely do. <laughs> they didn't have to before, but now we do. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So thank you for coming on and for sharing about spiritual warfare. Um, and I hope that our listeners will be more aware and equipped and going forward and um, just have that healthy balance of mind, body, and spirit going forward so that we can equip ourselves and to know like after it happens so much you get into a pattern or where you recognize things like um for instance with me I noticed there was a pattern of like attacks on my interpersonal relationships and that's because I hold those so near and dear to my heart um and then this also is kind of petty but tech issues attacks with tech issues yeah and I'm just like okay gotta breathe for a minute cool down Mm. it will be fine (laughs) so just knowing where the attack's coming from and And recognizing it it. yeah and then that way you can be like okay this isn't really that bad I can get through it right you know yeah I I think and that way he doesn't win every time and like make you all flustered right and you're like oh it's not that big of a deal actually so sorry really quickly last thing because I mine is with my mind you know like Mm -hmm. um I I I will have like a lot of negative thoughts temptations struggles and Mm -hmm. usually it'll be right after I do something good Mm -hmm. you know like do something great and I should feel good yeah and I just feel like crap and I feel like desolate and um depressed and and you know almost like I feel like almost a lot of self-hatred and just like oh that's awful so it's it's a very um unique thing that I think I always say that God allows us to suffer so that we can reach the people we're supposed to reach mm-hmm. and so I think a lot of in a lot of ways I'm it's like connected yeah like to I'm ex- your work yeah like I'm experiencing maybe what post-abortive women may be experiencing or women who are abortion-minded or people who are just in the darkness of this culture. Ugh, um, yeah. And so it's like God's, just like Christ meets us in our suffering, like he gives us a glimpse of that so we can meet others in theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my spiritual director told me this really great, this great thing where, it's like, you know, our minds are literally where the indwelling of the Trinity is meant to be. But after the fall, it, you know, like a vase, like it, it shattered. Mm-hmm. And so things slip out and things slip in. 
slip out of your mind. Yeah, like you, <laughs> yeah, you forget something. Or, oh, that happens all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or something slips in, you know? That shouldn't be there. Exactly. Yes. And so he he made this, I thought he made a great analogy. It's like, you know, you're not sinning when something comes by. So it's like taking that moment of just like... Recognizing it's there. Yeah, and he says the truth is what sets you free. So it's like... Mm. This be is, transformed by the renewal of your mind. Exactly. Yes. Like, this is not from me. This is not from God. I do not want this. This is not a sin. Um, and if it persists, offer it to Christ. Mm. Um, but so, yeah, it's like it's like equipping yourself, yourself mm-hmm. with the tools to combat the way that the devil and the way that the flesh and the world is attacking you um, is so important. And I thought that was great. And I also just loved his analogy of, like, you know, someone's shooting arrows at you. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're like, and it's going past your head, and, you know, you could do... You're dodging it. You could do a couple things, right? You could, like, look at it. You can grab it, stab yourself with it. Right. Or you could just look forward. Keep looking at Christ. Focus on what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And just let it fly by. So, yeah, just knowing yourself and knowing how to combat it is, is the first step. Awesome. That was the perfect way to end <laughs> with that analogy. I love that, the analogy with the arrows. Mm-hmm. So don't be looking at the arrows. Don't be grabbing those arrows. <laughs> Just look They're ahead. deadly. <laughs> <laughs> they be deadly arrows. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on. You are such a gem of a person. Oh, so. my gosh. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, such a gift to have you as a coworker. So. Well, I feel the same, very same towards you. Aw. <laughs> Um, yeah, this has been another episode of Catholics. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this has been Sarah Minnick talking about spiritual warfare, everybody. We'll probably have you back on the show. So thank you hey, so much. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>